stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. I'm not giving up, giving up, no, not yet. from Packers practice at Ray Nitschke Field. Full pads today for the Packers. Real football, some might say. I'm at practice. Jesse's at the Tundra Trio just across the road. Jesse, is it still nice and chilly in the uh, garage there? Because it's, it's nice and sunny and warm. I got my sunscreen on. I'm ready for a nice warm day at practice on the rubberized track surrounding the field. Uh, it is a fun in the sun kind of day in Titletown today. I got to admit, Jason, uh, a little jealous. Cloudless. Yeah, this is a gorgeous day for training camp. I am uh, I am sitting in the, the wine cellar at the Tundra Trio. The air conditioning is back on. Starting to get a little toasty in here. Bagel in hand. Delicious bagels that I got this morning. Still fantastic. Little yeah, mid-morning thanks. snack. So uh, you have fun over there hanging out with all of our favorite Packers, Jordan Love and such. And uh, I'll hang out here with Bagel and a Coffee. Well, speaking of Jordan Love, I see him uh, across the way here as they go through routes on air with the tight ends, wide receivers, and running backs. Uh, Danny Etling, Danny, as you like Danny, to call him. And then, Danny. of course, Aaron Rodgers. As well, they're throwing into the end zone that I am closest to, so there will be throws coming right into my, quote-unquote, living room as I watch practice here. But you mentioned Jordan Love, and, and I think it's interesting. You know, we obviously have spent a lot of time today talking Packers during the show because of the hater trade. But we talked a heck of a lot yesterday, and we'll do more as the week goes on. But we haven't talked much about Jordan Love. And I can't decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And maybe it's not a thing at all. Maybe it's he's not really struggling, so we're not talking about him. And he's not lighting the world on fire, so we're not talking about him. So as a Packers fan, are you... Are you wanting Jordan Love updates and news, or are you okay with him not really being all that part of the discussion, at least when I'm talking to you guys about this team? Well, I think, Jason, uh, it it depends which camp on Jordan Love you're in. Um, You know, if Tausch was here, he would take victory laps by now on Romeo Dobbs being an excellent wide receiver heading into this training camp in this preseason, and he also would take a Josh Hader trade victory lap. Um, maybe in he his could place, not. He could not. But he, Jesse, he could not take a victory lap on Tyler Davis because Tyler Davis has had a quiet camp so far. Doesn't mean that he's not going to have like two huge catches today. And then Tausch could take that victory lap too. But like, yeah, he just caught a pass right now on the right flat, and 
you know, he's he's here. He's not doing anything poorly, but he's not making a lot of big plays that are drawing a lot of attention to him either. And that's kind of the way camp goes for most players. Romeo Dobbs has certainly been someone who we've talked a lot about, but that doesn't mean that other guys aren't having decent or solid camps. They're just not sexy, to use Tausch's word. Right. Uh I, I kind of want to take a little victory lap here because I think there's some phonies that voted in our Twitter poll from a couple of months ago asking when you know I made the assertion, Jason. I don't think Jordan Love is in the future plans of the Green Bay Packers anymore. There's this excellent class of quarterbacks coming out of college after this coming season with Aaron Rodgers signing the contract extension that he did this offseason. I don't think Jordan Love developed in the first two seasons the way that Matt LaFleur and Goody and everybody would have wanted him to, and it's time, okay, he's a serviceable backup if he needs to step in like he did last year for the one game, probably below league average as a backup quarterback, but he kind of is what he is a couple years in the system. Let's draft a new guy next year in the second or third round where you don't have to jump up to get him in round one. You can still address other positions of need to remain a Super Bowl contender while building for the future. I think Jordan Love isn't really a thing right now. I think that's why fans are kind of recognizing that heading into this training camp and people aren't as worried about his development as they were last year when there was the drama with Rodgers thinking it could be the last dance. Uh, I, I just don't think, and I think most people recognize, that Jordan Love is probably not in the long-term plans of the Green Bay Packers. And so while it's nice to hear now and then, like, oh, did he have a nice throw? Did he, did he absolutely... You know, bottom out on one of these and got picked for a, a pick six. It's nice to hear those things, but other than that, I don't really care about how his footwork looks. I don't really care about what his arm strength is. I just don't think it matters for the grand scheme of the green and gold. That was the training camp horn that we know and love and has its own Twitter account as we continue here at practice. They're shifting to some other drill work here, but still a ways away from the live and I don't think they're going to tackle to the ground, but there'll certainly be some hitting here today with the players in full pads. Um, to your point, Jesse, about Jordan Love, look, no one really truly cared about Brett Hundley either, right? I mean, Brett Hundley's family and maybe some big fans of Brett Hundley's work. But when you're the backup quarterback, in general, no one's really worried about you. Frankly, they don't want to see you, right? They want to see you in the preseason. They'd like to see you, you know, have some Matt Hasselbeck-style moments. Maybe you can become trade baits. But beyond that, I just – you're an afterthought, and well, you should be. Until it depends, Jason. It depends. If you're a first-round pick, I think people care about you. Like, if you're a first-round pick, if you're Trey Lance in San Francisco, do I necessarily care that you're the backup? No, but when you're the starter or when you're projected, you know, you're taking that highly, your expectations are that high that you're going to matter eventually, you should matter in training camp and in preseason. Fans should be excited to see you, and I don't get the vibe right now that Packers fans are excited to see Jordan Love at all. Well, and I, I think it's because, obviously, Trey Lance is in a different boat than Jordan Love is, right? Jimmy Garoppolo didn't come out and have a MVP caliber season. Did get his team to the NFC Championship game, it's worth pointing out. Um, but didn't have an MVP caliber season after they drafted him. Obviously, Rodgers not only won one MVP, but has now won two since they drafted Jordan Love. What I'm saying is that Jordan Love has now fallen into the category, even though he is a first-round pick, of the typical backup quarterback. That 
you don't really yeah. – yeah, maybe there's a little more intrigue about him because of his first-round draft status. But with Rodgers having come back and signed the three-year deal, even if he doesn't play all three years, he really is that afterthought like a t- – like he's not that much more of a draw of interest than Tim Boyle. Wow. Who had a much you know lower pedigree, obviously. But wow. it, it's it's hey, this guy, I hope he has a good preseason. He's a good story, you know, but God help us if he's gotta play. Now, do Packers fans feel that way about Jordan Love? Mm, based on how that game in Kansas City went. Um, I don't think anybody, if you're a true Packers fan, even if you don't like Aaron Rodgers for whatever reason, I don't think you're looking forward to Jordan Love having to play a game that counts this season, right? Um, now, maybe he gets an opportunity and he has like Aaron Rodgers had in 2007 in Dallas, and he comes in and plays really well, and then the perception changes. But the reason I brought up Brett Hundley was for a couple of years after they drafted him in the fifth round, we heard all about how he was a steal and that they were going to be able to maybe parlay him into a trade where they get a much higher pick than the fifth rounder they spent on him. And that never materialized. I mean, he was fundamentally disappointing in 2017. Remember, that team got off to a 4-1 and start before Rodgers got hurt in Minneapolis. And he, he did not hold down the fort well enough. Now, the division was not as bad as it was in 13, which allowed them to stay afloat till Rodgers came back for the Chicago game at the end of the year. In 17, Rodgers came back sooner, looked really rusty in Carolina, and there was no real margin for error in that game because they hadn't played well enough while he was out. And so they lose to Carolina, and they put Rodgers right back up on the shelf, and they kind of mail in the season, right? And so unless it's just your pure curiosity about Jordan Love, which I would argue you can can satisfy your curiosity in preseason – if he plays all three preseason games, which he didn't do last year because he had the shoulder injury. But if you just want to see if Jordan Love's gotten better, that's one thing. But I just I think he's in the category of all those other backup quarterbacks that, bottom line, I don't want to see him play uh, if you're a Packers fan. You just don't. You, you, you'll satisfy your curiosity elsewhere, and I think that's why you, know, you haven't seen – Rob Domofsky at ESPN.com or Matt Schneidman at The Athletic or me uh, at The Athletic or the Wisconsin State Journal write about Jordan Love so far in camp because there's so many other stories that people are going to be interested in. And that's why we haven't talked much about him until now. And, you know, I am, I don't know, 25 yards away from him. He just threw a touchdown pass and they're going through the drills. But he's just had kind of a... He's here camp like every other backup quarterback tends to be viewed. Hey, Jason, it means more when you say it. You're right. When you just said Jordan Love just became Tim Boyle, you're right. Uh, I didn't necessarily care outside of a couple of, like, you know, what would you call it, a human interest story? And, oh, Tim Boyle, this seems like a fun guy. Uh, Joe Callahan a few years ago. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, see if he can make the roster. That's kind of a fun story if, if he gets an opportunity late in the year. That's what Jordan Love has become. Brett Hundley. Tim Boyle. Yeah, gosh, and that is not where I want a first-round draft pick to be on a roster. 
that is, I mean, outside of it just being the end where he walks as a free agent eventually, that's kind of sad. And that is a that's an L for Goody. As as great as a general manager as uh, Tausch and I will say that we think Goody has been in the players that he's helped acquire and uh, sustain to stay in Green Bay, I think you still look back on this Jordan Love pick, and now in year three, it's safe to say that this is going to end up being an L for Goot. Except, most importantly, and, and Tausch has said this, and we've had this conversation before, we've never devoted you know, as much time to it as maybe some might have, but will Jordan Love have been well worth the first-round pick because of the impact it had on Rodgers? Like, will we look back on it and say, yeah, you know, with that first-round pick, they could have gotten a receiver, they could have gotten a edge rusher, they could have whatever. But the fact that Rodgers responded to the pick the way he did, even if Jordan Love never does anything of significance on the field, will it turn out to have been worth it because of how Rodgers responded? I think there's an argument to be made of yes. So even if he's just a boring backup for four years who never plays beyond that Kansas City game, I think you could still make the argument that if Rodgers plays this year and next year, and then you know they don't they don't pick up the fifth year option on Love and they let him walk, which again I don't know what they're going to do there. Uh, and maybe this season he has to play and that helps them make that decision, or maybe Rodgers stays healthy for all 17 games and Jordan just gets mop-up duty but there there is an argument to be made and I don't think first round picks should be made solely to motivate people but I think you can make the argument that Goody kind of was sick of Rogers act chose to make that pick maybe shouldn't have made it but the impact and the end results so the ends justify the means perhaps with Jordan Love we'll see we will see what he does here during practice as the players continue to warm up, we're playing like old 70s and 80s music today. I assume that ah. that shifts once we get into uh, hitting drills. But for now, uh, a lot of, I think I heard, well, I heard Nirvana, but I also heard some Boston, some Eye of the Tiger. We'll see what else the DJ here has Turn planned. Turn back the clock Jesse Tuesday. Loves the DJ here at Ray Nischke Field. Uh, it won't be... Uh, DJ Trash or DJ Treasure. It will be Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure, presented by WM, which we will play next. It's Wilde and Tausch.